You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, John Nunn, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening y'all i hope everyone has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far as we're speaking um <laughs> it's snowing outside and i think this is the second snow of the year so far or not the year like of the uh fall yeah um, and it's been pretty interesting. I was not expecting it to snow today. Um, and, uh, I was just in the lab doing experiments and I just looked outside and I said, wow, I can't believe we're already having snow. I mean, I guess as expected, like it's already mid November, uh, nonetheless, you know, it just hits you, you know, and you get so excited because it, you know, with snow, you just kind of correlated to the holiday season and, you know, all the good stuff and the, the, the holiday spirits and it's all good, you know. So I hope that um, you don't have to be running around outside when it's this cold out and when it's snowing like this out. I hope that, <clears throat> excuse me, I hope that you are sitting down at work, at school, at home, sipping on your favorite beverage favorite seasonal beverage i guess like uh for me i would say it's like a peppermint mocha hot chocolate just like everything together but like uh you know just put a lot of whipped cream on top and then put some uh like peppermint candy uh sprinkles on top of it uh it's my favorite so whatever it is your favorite or some baileys actually Mm, yeah baileys uh can never really go wrong with baileys uh Um, whatever it is, uh, I hope that you are enjoying your day and you're enjoying life. Disclaimer, uh, your girl right here is actually recovering from a very nasty sinus infection. I'm really happy that I have recovered well enough by today because it was pretty bad even last night. I mean, to be fair though, before starting to record TKO today, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take two big sips of this cough syrup and I'm gonna pop a cough drop I'm gonna also take you know just like make my like herbal tea with honey just like everything that I need to have to have a smooth voice and you know for me to not break into coughs (laughs) as we're recording TKO I mean who knows I probably have to pause the show if that ever does happen and I just have to (laughs) clear my throat and get back to it but that's the dedication that we have here on the show but uh yeah so I really have to make sure that my throat isn't being uh uh, dried out and also please everyone take care of yourself um please 
start to wear your masks again if you haven't already um, because it's getting colder out and there's already a lot of different stuff going around you know not just COVID but also the flu and also just a bunch of uh, bacterial stuff as well which if like me if you have if you're prone to sinus infections and things like that then you're going to be at a higher risk of contracting them and let me tell you it is no bueno no fun at all um i was really disappointed because i had to you know i mean first of all well okay for me i caught it on the weekends or i guess the symptoms started showing on the weekend and i couldn't i could barely move uh, from my bed but I still had stuff to do for grad school like in-person stuff to do for grad school so I still had to go out there despite the sickness and do those things over the weekend and you know I mean yeah, it's just it, it's not fun let me just put it that way um, so please to avoid all that take care of yourself wear warm clothes take care of your vocal cords and like your your throat and make sure that you're always keeping it like just drink uh warm liquids if you can um and uh what else did i want to say and wear masks if i haven't already emphasized ah another thing i wanted to say but i forget yeah it's just because my brain is a little bit foggy because of that sinus infection but it's okay. It'll eventually come to me. So yeah, I hope everybody's staying safe and trying to stay healthy and taking care of themselves because that's all that matters, right? Taking taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, because you matter at the end of the day. And I feel like and I, I, I personally say this every time I get sick, you know, you don't really know how much your health means unless it's taken away from you and you you only realize then how much you were taking it for granted before so yeah please just take care of yourself and yeah stay safe out there so yeah um <laughs> i'm just doing like a like a um i'm like oh ah okay so my mic dropped <laughs> literally it dropped uh no pun intended it literally happened okay so i have to hold it away with my hand now um hashtag technical difficulties <laughs> but listen y'all um there's been a lot going on in the world of combat sports if you don't know already okay here we go here we go uh, uh this is this is like the most raw moment of TKO as I'm trying to configure how to to fix this mic that anyways we're good uh the mic is good as well <laughs> but listen a lot has been happening in the world of combat sports I'm sure everybody's heard about everything that's been happening and everything that has gone on since this past Saturday at UFC 281, which happened at Madison Square Garden, headlined by the phenomenal middleweight championship bout between Israel Adesanya and Alex Pereira. Actually, so um, my apologies. The correct way to pronounce his last name is Pereira. So Pereira. Yeah, okay. Um, and so, yeah, so I realized that I was mispronouncing it over our past episodes so i just want to correct myself there but oh my goodness talking about a completely stacked fight card every single one was just 
it would blow your minds, I'm sure. If as you may have watched for yourself and witnessed for yourself happen uh, live, right? And, you know, the fact that all that stuff was happening um, in Madison Square Garden, which is such a legendary arena, and it's hosted phenomenal events so far, especially in the world of combat sports, you know, from all the fights that Muhammad Ali has had to... You know, just reminiscing about the first um, UFC event that happened in, in New York City at Madison Square Garden when MMA had just become legal in the state of New York. This was back in, I believe, UFC 205. And, you know, so a lot has gone on in Madison Square Garden. And so this event was also no exception because it did it did not disappoint. And I feel like the UFC matchmakers know exactly what they're doing when they're trying to come up with matchups that, um, uh, you know, they're they're trying to put the best fighters together, the creme de la creme against the creme de la creme. And they're like, OK, where do we actually host this fight? And they say, you know, what other arena better than the legendary Madison Square Garden. So all that happened over this past weekend, and I'm really excited to be talking about it today. Uh, disclaimer number two. I feel like I'm going to be having a lot of disclaimers today, excuse me. Um, so as I told you, I was dealing with the bad sinus infection, and your girl, I mean, you know, when you're sick, you're like, oh, like my sleep cycle's messed up, and uh, you've already taken that Tylenol for a night, uh, and you're like, oh, it's starting to kick in, even though it's only 10 o'clock at night, and I would just be, you know, thriving normally at this time of night. However, let me tell you, uh, no, not for this girl right here. This was not the case on Saturday night, so... I'm going to have to be honest with you guys. (laughs) I had to go to bed at 10 o'clock just as the main card was starting. I know, I know, shame on me, but I was sick. But um, I actually went back and watched the fight highlights and I... um, uh, chatter with a, a lot of my friends and also my father y'all know that my dad is very much into MMA and uh, he was actually very dedicated to watching every single one of these fights until after midnight and uh, so usually the day after the morning after such important fights uh, my dad and I just sit down over coffee and we're like actually doing like a Stephen A. Smith versus Max uh, Kellerman moment at ESPN we're like Anyways, uh, so maybe we should we should host our own radio show on ESPN at some point in the future. But that's the type of vibe that uh, exists between the two of us when we discuss the fights. And uh, there are some hot takes that are exchanged and some very interesting opinions that are traded. But um, so, yeah, I not not only did I watch the fight highlights, but I also consul- consulted with my friends uh, who also watched the fights and also talked to my dad about the fights. And uh, I got some really interesting insight on how the fights actually went down in, in live time, I guess, because I was not able to watch them because I had to sleep early because I was sick. Um also, okay, knock on wood, I'm happy that my throat hasn't cracked yet. My voice hasn't cracked yet. means that I'm actually on a, on a good uh, <laughs> track to recovery from the sinus infection. Sinus infection, go away. I don't want you. Anyways, <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so that's what we have coming up for today. A lot of controversial stuff to be discussed on the show, and I cannot wait to talk about them all today. However, before I start talking about the UFC 281 content, I really want to say this, and I say this with an incredibly heavy heart. Um, rest in peace to Anthony Rumble Johnson. As you may know, unfortunately, we lost Rumble Johnson uh, about two days ago, I believe it was. Um, he passed away at the age of 39. Um, unfortunately, because he was dealing with a really bad case of lymphoma and he passed away from organ failure in the hospital. Rest in peace to him. Um, if you're not familiar with An Anthony Rumble Johnson, he uh, was a UFC veteran. He fought very interesting. And, um, you know, the, the when you think about the light heavyweight division in the UFC, there's a few names that come to your mind, especially when you think about the golden era and age of the light heavyweight division at the UFC. You think about people like John Jones, Danny Cormier, and of course, the other name that always comes to your mind is that of Anthony Rumble Johnson's. Rumble Johnson has had phenomenal um, performance highlights in the UFC. He's always been the type of guy who would just come in there, you know, no complaints, who would come in there absolutely guns blazing after after the buzzer would go off and the fight would start and would just unleash all of his power um, against his opponent. And uh, that's what made him a true fan favorite because... He wouldn't really fight in a way that you'd be like, oh, I feel like he could have done X, Y, Z as well. He would never really leave any room for doubts or anything whenever he had any any sort of fight whatsoever because he would just go out there, you know, like with the m mentality of go hard or go home. And uh, he's had phenomenal performances in the UFC and um, one of the... Performances that I always would remember by him uh, was the fight that he had against Glover Teixeira. And uh, this was arguably, uh, I think, he, for, for the longest time, he held the record for the fastest knockout in the UFC because of the win that he had against Glover Teixeira. And uh, if you go back and watch the highlight of that fight, you'll see the, the most powerful uppercut that you've seen in your life and how scary it looked when Glover Teixeira actually took that punch. And the fact that when Rumble Johnson was throwing that uppercut, he did it with his whole existence and so much momentum. And so, um, you know, and that's just one example of many examples of all the amazing fights that he had in the UFC. But not only that, after he wrapped up his career in the UFC, he went over to Bellator and uh, he also had um, some notable fights in Bellator as well. And um, it was, it's really sad. It's, it's very sad to you know, conceptualize and try to digest it, I guess, especially because he, I mean, even though he was a absolute beast inside the cage and the octagon, outside the cage, he was the nicest guy ever. And uh, he would have the most relaxed and respectful demeanor, even if he had to fight people, <clears throat> excuse me, he wouldn't ever 
you know, go out of his way to disrespect them or trash talk them like some folks do in this day and age. And he always maintained respect for his opponents. And he just knew how to do it. He knew how to go about the game and, you know, getting the job done. It was all a business and his his work to him. It was his profession. And he he did he he did the craft. He he did his thing to to the most beautiful sense and uh, he was just such an incredible human being and I wish I could just dedicate or just keep talking about this um, phenomenal fighter that we just lost for the whole episode and actually um, so having said that I really do want to take this opportunity and say that this episode of TKO is dedicated to Anthony Rumble Johnson Yes, he is gone, uh, but he will never be forgotten and he'll always have a special place in the heart of all MMA fans out there. Rest in power, Anthony Rumble Johnson. You're amazing, man. And our thoughts and prayers are with his family and friends. So this episode is dedicated to Anthony Rumble Johnson. All right. Um, so today... Uh, we're going to be giving you guys some really interesting tea about everything that happened at UFC 281. So let me tell you something. Something about the main event of UFC 281. Um, something that made it more interesting than any other fight that you could possibly have to, to headline this UFC 281 fight card. What's so special about this fight about or between... Uh, um, Ezra Adesanya and Alex Pereira. Well, the two, that's not the first time that the two have faced off against one another, as you may know. So both Adesanya and Pereira used to fight professional kickboxing. And when they were in professional kickboxing, they actually had faced off against one another two times. And both times the fight had been so incredibly close and both times, uh, Alex Pereira had actually won the fights against Israel Adesanya. And in one of those fights, he actually was able to knock out Israel Adesanya. Here we are, though, you know, many years fast forward. And in, in the realm of professional mixed martial arts at the biggest stage that you can possibly have in MMA at the UFC, Israel Adesanya... Um, you know, he's been out there just doing his thing, um, just uh, conquering opponents, going literally running through the whole middleweight division, defeating former champions twice, defeating people who are so well known in this weight division. And uh, he's he had literally gone through every single person in this weight division and uh, many people regarded him as arguably the greatest MMA fighter. I mean, he, he okay, so take it with a grain of salt. I don't want to actually get heat for this. But many people regarded him as like the next Anderson Silva, the next John Jones, because of how good he was in his craft and his art. And because of his phenomenal performances, of course, right? And something about Israel Adesanya was that 
uh, he would always fought, fight very unorthodox. And um, there's a reason why his nickname is the Stylebender. And that is because he's really fluid with his movements. And uh, that definitely comes from his uh, uh, prior background in professional kickboxing because he's been doing it for so long. And so it's just like second nature to him, right? He doesn't even, sometimes he doesn't even have to think about what he's doing in fights. He just goes out there and his body just takes care of it. Like the, the muscle memory is just unbelievable, right? And he does it in such phenomenal and smooth manner right so that's why we always regarded Israel Adesanya as one of the best ones out there in in the UFC right now and here comes Alex Pereira who actually continued his professional kickboxing career for longer than Israel Adesanya before transitioning into professional MMA and actually signing with the UFC so this man is just uh, yeah, he comes from a very incredibly strong uh, kickboxing background, but even in uh, professional MMA, I feel like the dedication and the, the work ethic that he had with his striking, with training his striking, it translated really well to everything else that he would need for MMA, everything else that he would need for wrestling and jiu-jitsu. And he really worked on them. And uh, he had the opportunity to, to work with the former light heavyweight champion at the UFC, Glover Teixeira. Um, and his uh, countryman, they're both from Brazil. So he was training with him in the States. And uh, Glover taught him a lot of uh, cool techniques that um, he has been able to incorporate into his fighting style and strategies. So that's been Alex Pereira. Now, let me tell you. So this is um, why I think this fight was really interesting. And, uh, you know, from the outcome of the fight on Saturday... This tells you, this gives you a very important message. So, again, disclaimer number, what is it? Three, as I mentioned, I was unfortunately unable to watch this fight live. But from the fight highlights that I was actually able to watch and from uh, other, um, other people's accounts, uh, uh, I was told that the fight was very close and actually... Uh, there was a point in, in the fight that um, Israel Adesanya was actually really trying to outstrike Alex Pereira. And the fight was just like a lot of going back and forth between the two guys because of how good they really are, right? And um, this shows that, you know, you just have to be really on top of your game. And even if you blink for a single second, then it's over for you. It's it's that type of a fight. However, um, I would say this. So Alex Pereira had this disadvantage being that, you know, he's the guy coming into the octagon with less MMA experience. Adesanya has had by far so much more experience just dealing with different tricks and challenges when it comes to MMA stuff compared to Alex, right? So that's the advantage that Adesanya holds over Alex. But Adesanya holds a very important disadvantage in this case against Alex, being that he has been defeated by Alex Pereira 
twice before in his life and yeah i mean at the time they weren't really mma fights that he had been uh defeated against but still you know a loss impacts you uh, mentally right i mean yeah he's not fighting professional kickboxing anymore he could probably care less but um it is the residual uh, mental scarring that um, has been impacting Israel Adesanya, in my opinion. And I'm okay, I'm really curious to know if Israel Adesanya consulted with a sports psychologist prior to this fight. I really hope that he actually had done so because that would be incredibly important. And it's just, it's nothing that, um, is out of the ordinary nothing that is surprising when something happens that is not ideal for you you know you it, it leaves a not so good impression on you this the the two losses have probably most definitely left not so good impressions on Israel Adesanya and you know he can try to be as indifferent as he wants towards them and you know he probably could care less for the past few years in his professional career because he you know who cared like that was in the past and he faced this man in the past and now he's just facing new opponents conquering them he's the he's the middleweight champion of the ufc who cares right until this point because this man he is israel's boogeyman right because he's the one who has been able to defeat him not just once but twice and of course he'd be scarred mentally. So I really hope that he had consulted with a sports psychologist before. And if not, I really hope that from this point on, he actually does so. Because as you know, unfortunately, what happened was that Israel Adesanya was uh, TKO'd by uh, Alex Pejera. And Alex Pejera, actually shout out to him, he became the new middleweight champion at the UFC um, so, you know, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm not happy for Alex, but I'm just speaking from uh, the perspective of I know that, you know, especially because of how close the fight was and also the backstory of the two folks. I know for a fact that the UFC is probably going to be rerunning this fight. I mean, it's going to be this, the rematch in terms of MMA, but it's technically going to be their fourth fight. Right. And in this case, I would say. More important than any form of like, you know, strength conditioning, whatever, jujitsu. Forget about that. Israel Adesanya has all that just, just, you know, hacked in his brain. He doesn't have to train. I mean, yeah, of course he has to train. Like he, he shouldn't just like sit home and just like eat fast food and not do anything when he's supposed to fight him again. Not that he should, he should train moderately, but I feel like he should put most of his emphasis on on mental training through consulting with a sports psychologist because that is important my friends um you would be surprised you could be the champion of the world and this is not the first time that this has happened in the world of combat sports um you could be the the champion of the world but something has happened and your mentality is just not there you could have trained 24 7 you are probably you probably look good on paper compared to your uh, uh, uh opponent and you know you have every single advantage that you could possibly have to win over your opponent but your mentality isn't there it's over it is over 
So my biggest recommendation to Israel Adesanya would be to, first of all, take time off, man. I mean, that's a lot of pressure, right? Take time off. When you do uh, feel ready to get back into training camp, and if the rematch is announced between you or Israel and uh, Alex Pejera, make sure that you're seeing your sports psychologist regularly and you really work on it. Um, it's probably not going to work, uh, go away rather, but he can 100% work on it um, and try to make it better. And I'm sure, you know, uh, to be at the level that Israel Adesanya is, I'm sure he has access to lots of resources out there and that there are so many phenomenal sports psychologists out there that he can consult and talk to. But that is my personal recommendation. And that's my two cents. Anyways, but, um, you know, nonetheless, shout out to both guys. Phenomenal performance. Um, I'm sure Izzy is going to be back stronger than ever after this loss. And also shout out to Alex Pajera for becoming the new champion. Can you guys believe that? And I really wonder what's next for Alex Pajera after this potential rematch against Israel Adesanya, especially because, you know, with the performance that he put on uh, on Saturday night, he showed that he's really out there to, to try to really maul over the entire weight division, if not like move up a weight division and try to maul that over too, because he's just a pretty darn strong fighter. But anyways, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also download our episodes from Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And until next time, it's your girl, John Nan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.